Welcome to the Created Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Frierson. If you're a woman leader in the ministry or marketplace, you've come to the right place. So buckle up and get ready for season five of the show, where each week a new co-host would join me, and we will have real, raw, and fun conversations about living out our faith in the marketplace and more. Enjoy. Kendra is my co-host. <laughs> You're my Hello. co-host in a lot of things. All right. Well, I don't mind being your co-host. My name is Kendra, and I am the marketing person here at Creative Woman, but also... Should we call you Pastor Kendra for this show? Of God. <laughs> Pastor Kendra, who's worship leader... <laughs> there with the show so okay. for this new series we're like diving deep into like how do we live out our faith in the marketplace yes and ever since I met you which was I know what it was I was pregnant with, with no I just had hope mm-hmm. you were pregnant with Wyatt yes so we know exactly when we met how many years it's been yeah. about eight years yes you were doing beauty makeup artists and you were like oh I used to do makeup for MTV and mm-hmm. and and all these amazing like things athletes and like Nike and yeah there you go do your list let, let me just brag Go for it. Brag. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so who was the list? Give me some list. Give oh, me a list. okay. For real, though. Yeah. Um, okay, my favorites was when I would do makeup for Nike, like the executive team, mm-hmm. Bill Knight, Mark Parker, who was the CEO of Nike at the time. Um, I lo- I was in there every single week doing stuff for um, you know, Com- Comcast, Sportsnet, ESPN, like just worldwide Where? In Portland, where you were from? Or yeah. where? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I lived 10 minutes down the road, so I would literally oh my just like, pack my makeup case in, just go <laughs> down, and I was there every week. I got to see like the behind the scenes of everything. I mean... Uh, Probably saw some crazy stuff. Well, like, one thing I thought was so crazy at the time was Mark Parker, his office was full of art collectibles, mm-hmm. and he had a chair in there that you could not sit in, and it was, you know, this is like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Do you see me clicking my nails? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really animated with my fingernails. They look good. They look good. Um, but his chair was a $150,000 chair. Oh my gosh. And so you couldn't sit in it. Like you don't want to breathe on Like it was thing. an art piece? It was an art piece. Huh. Yeah. Like. So, so you just told everybody that there's a $150,000 art piece in someone's office. And I mean, where's this office? It wasn't like someone <laughs> had a sign that was like, this is valued at one fifty k. Yeah. But it was like, hush, whisper, like, hey, that thing's like really Don't sit so in it. Don't get makeup on it. Oh, yeah. Don't get, like, your breath on it. Like, <laughs> don't get, you know, hair on it. Let's just keep this whole thing clean. Um, but, yeah, his his office was like an art, an art museum. It was really cool. And then I got to go into the design studio where they had, like, all the swatches of all the, um, all of the different materials and colors that they use on all the shoes that have been created for Nike. Mm-hmm. Did you see that movie yet? This might be off rabbit trail, but kind of the movie, but the Michael Jordan movie recently. I mean, I would not suggest it. There's a lot of foul language, but it was really good. Was like no, how Michael Jordan came the face of Nike and how they made the shoe just for him. Mm. No, yeah. I, I never saw that stuff. Like, but I did like one of my, I think the coolest thing about the like Phil Knight and Mark Parker is I know people say this a lot about high level capacity leaders is they just they know how to interact with people based on that person's personality right mm-hmm. so you feel comfortable in their presence 
and huh. you were and I was able to have just normal conversations with all of them. I never felt like they were like, Oh, I'm up here and you are my peasant with the makeup brush. You know, yeah. there wasn't anything like that. Like they like high capacity leaders bring people in. Mm. You know, they don't exclude, they bring people That's in really because good. they're constantly building leaders, right? Yeah. So, that should be all of our goal yes. is to build other leaders. Right. And, and if you're off limits, you can't talk to anybody. No, you can't talk to any anybody. And of course, like he had a security team and sure. you know, all that all those things. Of course, well, when you have like, a chair like that, you have to have security. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> you know? But um but yeah, so it was really cool. And then I got to do a lot of stuff for Adidas in their big um campaigns. So why are you here now? If you're uh, <laughs> I know, no, you know when, when God called us to Austin, I did try to stay in the makeup business mm-hmm. and I was putting myself out there with makeup and et cetera, et cetera. But, um, I, I don't know. I just kind of, I just didn't like it anymore. Like I just yeah. don't want to do it anymore. Honestly, it's really hard on my back. Like my I remember body. actually. And so this is interesting because we talked with the whole goal of this series to talk about how you actually walk out your faith in the yeah. marketplace yeah. and how the conversations that we talk about, like we've, we've been at dinners and lunches before, talking about some crazy stuff that only happens in ministry because we right. both have been in church ministry and mm-hmm. there's certain things that happen that you just can't talk about with a lot of people. And so we have these conversations and sometimes we get work done. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember before, like years ago, you came to, as a speaker to gather her. This mm-hmm. is before we even worked together. We were just, you were just like the cool so celebrity cool. makeup artist. And we were like, I wonder if we got Kendra to come speak. And you did, and part of your testimony was like moving to Austin and giving up makeup, and you yes. were like, how you talk about, I didn't want to, this was my husband's dream, it wasn't mine, yep. and he wanted to be a pastor, I'm not a pastor, but you are that a pastor. Sounds a little bit bitter, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> so just in case. That's true. Yeah, you are. You're clear. Yeah, like, you have a minute. church. You have a church. Yes, yeah. And it, that is true. Like, I had, before we moved out to Port, or before we moved out to Austin, I mean, my business was really, like, You're killing it. and taking off, and I was doing on-air segments and doing beauty stuff. Like, that was really the launch of, like, my online platform. Um, but, yeah, it was really disheartening mm-hmm. for me at the time to just have to start all over again. Yeah. And be like, well, God called us to Austin to plant a church. Like, no, he called you. Oh, yeah, and there was that, There was definitely those moments. I was like, bro, you're on your own. I'm out. No, I'm just kidding. But, but for real, I was, it was a, I wouldn't say like a power struggle. It was a, because really, you know, you have to be, if, if it's a power struggle, it's a power struggle between you and what God is actually calling you to do, yeah. you know. And so the struggle was like, oh, thanks, God. Like, you, you allowed me to step into my dream of doing makeup and doing all these big things, mm-hmm. and now I, just as it's like starting to ramp up, I have to, like, I had literally just started a makeup business with a friend of mine. Like, oh my gosh, starting like, because she was another like key makeup artist in Portland, and she she just is a phenomenal makeup artist. But yeah, I was. So I think when people think about like following God, they're just mm. like sometimes they just make it so cute, you know? They're like, yeah. oh, like the Lord told me, and then I just left, and it was just like I just said yes. It was amazing. Like, oh my word. Yeah, like I'm going, yeah. you know, and some people are like that, and I applaud them. But I was like Jonah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was in the belly. 
hell for five years before I said okay. I was Jonah in the story, so. (laughs) And your husband was like, no, no. But here you are. Here I am. But here you are. You're like leading worship on Sundays. (laughs) We're going to have a little segment here in a minute. You're... I just want to bust out in songs so bad right now. Do it. Do it. Oh, I'm not going to because (laughs) it would not... Because it would just be to make you laugh and that's it. I don't love it. Yeah. But you said something interesting. You're like, some people think that saying yes is easy. Yes. But as leaders, Mm -hmm. we are constantly, if you really are a leader. Yes constantly growing and uncomfortable yeah like we're never gonna be comfortable Mm-mm. we might be good at what we do but never I don't think where you're just like I got all of this there might be seasons of that yeah but it's quickly over and then God's telling you to stretch a little bit more don't you think oh yeah and I think that's the that was sort of the tension and it can be the tension even now is like I was even like praying this morning and I was like you know that prayer where you're like, please, God, I want to grow. And at the same time, you're like, just, let's just stay just here. Like you're whispering, I'm like, God, do it. Just make it easy. <laughs> just make it easy. Just make it easy, please. <laughs> but this chair is so comfortable It's right so comfortable. Now. I just I got it. my new $150,000 chair. Yeah. I like it here. Mark sent it my way. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> no, but I, I was having a conversation with somebody this morning, actually, um, just over face, Facebook probably shouldn't get so specific but <laughs> um, but it was interesting because you know they're going through a hard time or whatever and, and who was this oh let me just say <laughs> their name real fast no but it's it's interesting because we've all it's easy to be in the seat where I am and where I am right now and to look at people that are kind of newer in their faith mm-hmm. and be like man like I don't understand why you can't just stay strong in your relationship with the Lord when hard things happen like obviously hard things are going to happen yeah um but but then, like, quickly the Lord's like, oh, remember when X, Y, and Z happened, and you, mm-hmm. you've been a Christian, you've been surrounded by yeah. godly people your entire yeah. life, and you still um, struggle with, did God really tell me this or not? Yeah. And so one of the things I was talking with this person about was they were just questioning everything. Like, did God really speak to me? Did he really tell me mm-hmm. to do this? Is this really what my purpose is? Is this really, like, da 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 because these 19 bad things happened. And I think that it's it's such a distraction, and it's such it's such a distraction of um, purpose, and it's just so it's like the easiest tactic in the world that Satan has used time and time and over and over and over again. Um, that he will take what God has put in your heart that you know, like you know that you know that you know, and then one bad thing happens, and you're just gonna. You listen to the voice, which is Satan distracting you away mm-hmm. from your purpose. And this morning, I was reading first. So, what um, happened with this Facebook person? I, I encouraged her, like I'm saying, I'm right now. Okay, right now, <laughs> like I'm telling you what I said. Like I, I said, you know, like. Um, Did she get it? I don't know if she got it or not. Okay, so that's an episode two. Then, yeah, maybe so. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like, hey, you have. There's this thing called spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. We all know about it, but I think we really do sweep it under the carpet. I mean, we have an enemy that has been around right, uh, for a very, very, very long time. He knows the tactics to use. Yeah. 
I mean, he used it on Eve, you know, it's a Mm -hmm. cute little lie, eat the apple, get away from your purpose. Yeah. And she did, you know, and her partner, which is Adam, just let her do it. Let her do it. A lot of people don't say that. Like, he was just a protector. Where was he? Yeah, no, he just was like, yeah, it was both of them. Yeah, it was was both of them. It was a two for one moment. That's right. And so, um, but you get distracted by, like, your hurt, your pain, your, um, whatever things that just happen in life and um but anyways in first timothy paul is um he's writing he's writing to um he's writing he's talking to timothy and he's saying hey i'm gonna uh i'm gonna remind you of Mm -hmm. the prophecies that were Mm -hmm. given to you and i'm gonna keep going back to those prophecies you need to remind yourself Mm -hmm. and remember of what god has spoken to you yeah because you have an enemy that's going to keep lambasting you with a lie. I mean, obviously he doesn't say that, but I'm going to yeah. just go ahead and imply. This is the Kendra says, version. Yeah. Yes. This isn't the message of the NID. This is, <laughs> it's the Kendra you know, version. The, but I mean, you think about yeah. it. Someone has to remind you to go back to that prophecy. Yeah. Then the reason why you have to be reminded is because we're so easily distracted. That's right. You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, because, you know, interesting enough, like, you know, Timothy was sent into the churches to help reel them back in and get their theology mm-hmm. straight, right? And um, and we, like, we as Christians, even when we're surrounded by Christians, can fall off the radar yeah. of really following our calling and following what God has called us to do. And obviously, the Great Commission is that we all go make disciples. So that's like our number one purpose right. in life. But God uses our gifts and talents to make disciples mm-hmm. in a whole bunch of different arenas. Right. You know, so you go back to the makeup story god was using me in that moment for that purpose Mm -hmm. of bringing the gospel to a place that wasn't necessarily expecting me to be a carrier of the holy spirit right right and then um but i think the the cool thing about god is he just he does transition you around and Mm -hmm. i was talking to you earlier about being taken out in the shallows and Mm -hmm. a lot of people get taken out in the shallows um and i would even say like as terrible as like covid was during the time mm-hmm. that i want to sit and talk about covid no. we, gotta, we gotta talk it's, about COVID. right we gotta talk about um even the like politics and all yeah that. what all goes that. on online all the bitterness all the, all, all, the all the things yeah people got taken out in the shallow waters you're right instead of holding tight to the anchor yes it's cheesy as it sounds, like in the deep water with, with God, right? Right. Like they weren't anchored in their faith yeah. in a deep, sustainable way yeah. to where things in the shallow water, you know, they got taken up by the riptide. Yeah. I heard someone say the other yesterday, actually, I was listening to another podcast, and he was talking about how uh, the same thing, basically. Mm-hmm. But he said, you know, there are rumors or what are economists saying that we're going to go into another recession another covid like situation another this he said so i'm already preparing myself mentally that i'm gonna be okay because i know you know like you said who my anchor is so when that happens my i'm not changing who i am Mm -hmm. it's not gonna take me out because i've already decided right now that if and when that moment comes i already know who i am already know what god's called me to be already know that i'm a husband i'm a father i'm this in the workplace Mm -hmm. And I will not let that shake me. Absolutely. And I think that's such a good point because, yes, it's huge things. Mm-hmm. But also when you broke it down, like even on social media, it was shallow. Yeah, so shallow. So shallow. 
And so I love that you brought up about going back into the marketplace because, you know, like the whole thing that we're talking about is faith in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And even now, like as we were you know, talking about women and leaders and um, a lot of business women are listening, you were in that world and then transitioned and now you're kind of like toggle between both. Yeah. You yeah, have a foot in the door of the church. Mm-hmm. Not just a foot, you actually have a kids in the door and all that stuff that you have to, all the, the stage, got a husband on the stage, all the things. And then you walk out mm-hmm. and on Monday mornings and you have different clients that yeah. you serve. Yeah. So you see, you're not like, oh, I'm business. Oh, I'm ministry. Yeah. You're actually ministry and also yeah. to the point where you've had to figure out how to even show up online that one yes. doesn't offend the church because yeah. people get offended or one doesn't, um, your clients don't get, uh, ooh, she's a Christian. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and that is a tough thing to, to do. But, like, for instance, like, walking in this morning, I, t- I got to pray with one of my clients, um, at least someone who works at the company. Right? Yeah. Like, literally. I, that's, that's awesome. I was, like, two minutes late. So I was like, Lord, I was wondering why you were like, Lord, <laughs> Did you um, sing over her? Lord. So, anyways. Um <laughs> I'm going like, to church on Sunday. I'm going to be singing. It's going to be so good. Can't wait. Can't Love wait. Um, but, yeah, like being able to pray for people and also to be convicted. Yeah. Because I have been convicted with clients that are not, like, you're easy because you're a Christian. Right? Yeah. It's like we can have this conversation. I don't remember the last time you prayed for me, though, but that's okay. Oh, pray for you. Right now. Me. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Just kidding. I do. But, um, yeah, like, but it is, like, I was... I was having a conversation with with someone recently where it was like, I feel like being in this company, it it brings out something like terrible mm. inside of me. Mm. Like I get more angry, I get more mm-hmm. this, more that, you know, I get annoyed easy like, yeah. of things. Um, and that's my fault. You know, it's not mm. the company's fault. I got to take ownership for that because yeah. I am the one who have a relationship with the Lord, mm. you know? So mm. if I'm the one that is not operating out of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, yeah. gentleness, and self-control, then I've got to check myself, Yeah, you know, because I am, I am the one who is a representative of right. the Lord Jesus Christ in this company. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sharing that because I know that we all, all fail. Yeah. I'm not going to get it perfect all the time right. by any means. For sure. I can't. But if you weren't doing that, at least operating like that, you would have missed the opportunity to pray. And I yes. think that's what happens a lot of times when we're, I think, you know, even culturally we're coming around, like we, our ministry or the church, I should say, not the culture, is kind of like, oh, ministry is in the marketplace. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean you're walking in with your Bible. No. Or no, no. preaching to everyone in your cubicle or wherever that may, may be, mm-hmm. but you are an opportunity best you know when you have the opportunity is to point people to jesus and you can do that all day long through this yeah. fruits of the spirit you can do that all day long by saying oh this weekend what are your plans oh i'm going to church or oh i'm doing yes. this or I, whatever um you know i remember being years ago being a manager in a retail store and our man lead manager was really strict mm-hmm. and about uh, i don't know how you would even say it, boundaries with religion and sure. friendships if you're a manager you can't yeah. hang out with I mean it was like super strict and I, I do get that to a de- yes. degree um, but people knew I was Christian mm-hmm. I somehow they knew yep and uh, I remember her getting upset with the managers one time saying you can't invite people to this church whatever and I hadn't done that like mm-hmm. I was really 
but she looked at me and I thought, I'm not the one. It's the employees that go to my same church. Yeah. So good for okay. them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but it was, and it was a weird environment anyway. Like mm-hmm. it was, it wasn't a healthy one for sure. But all that to say, I didn't have to go preach the gospel. Yeah. I just had to be me. Yeah. And, and that's all it is. Yeah. And I think one of the things I always think about is if someone found out that you were a Christian, mm-hmm. will they be shocked? Yeah. You know, like is your, how you present yourself in the workplace and how you act, um, not being fake, but like, are you the same person at work as you are within the church walls yeah. and at home? You know, I know you put on different hats. Like, oh, you got yeah. a business hat. You have this hat. You have this hat. But that was something that was really convicting me was, okay, Kendra, like, are you showing up the same way and loving and caring for these yeah. people? the same way that you would on like a Sunday morning and uh you know on Sunday morning people are praying for you they're like oh yeah. like god bless you yeah. you know the christianese the, the christianese I'm blessed and highly oh, favored how are you and it's not that that's fake it's that yeah. it's a safe place for people yeah. to really express who god has created them to be and i think when you are in a workplace that doesn't foster relationship with christ um, which most don't because yeah. they're not Christian organizations and that's yeah. not what they're, yeah. Know, except for Chick-fil-A. Except for Chick-fil-A. And what else? Forever oh, 21 Hobby is. Hobby Lobby. Forever 21 is. Did you know that? Uh, I mean, you know, it's on the ba- their bag. John 316 is on their bag. Okay. Altered State. Oh, yeah. Altered State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, there are, there, okay, fine. There's companies. <laughs> I'm not going to put. But I get your, I get yeah, your point. Yeah, yeah. My point is like. It's not normal that you're walking in. Yeah. To and, a, yeah. But what you don't want to happen is like, I came to work and I was cussing out a bunch of people, right. screaming at them. That's not okay. You know, like, I mean, that's what you do to me when I. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to. You don't want to operate in that way and like yeah. be cunning and like be yeah. the person that's going to tear people down to get to the position that you want to be at. Like, yeah, in the workplace, which I've seen time and time again. Like, you use people, your yeah. social climber yeah. at work. I hate those, that. I can't stand it. Yeah, it just. just it leads nowhere. You might get to the top. It leads nowhere professionally or really it's personally. Really yeah. But, but yeah, and then you're like one day like, oh, hey, come, I, yeah, like I'm, I'm a Christian and come to church with me. And you've been such a terrible witness right. at, at, in your workplace that they're just simply shocked that you even go to church. Like you've already ruined your ministry yeah. before you invited them. You That's know? right. And so in that case, like. You got to go back and apologize. Mm-hmm. Hey, like I wasn't a good representative of yeah. the Lord in this circumstance, which I've yeah. definitely had to do. Yeah. I um, didn't me want, too. No, for sure. I want to do it, but yeah. I had to. But you because, had to. Yeah. Because um, if know, not, it's if not, I'm it, ruining the testimony. Right. Of and you're being disobedient. But yeah. what I love, and then we'll just kind of wrap it up here, is mm-hmm. I'm super excited about this series because one, I feel like these are the conversations you and I have all the yeah. time about how do we, you know, do this. This is what Create a Woman is about. It's about helping women leaders in the marketplace. Um, I know that we're going to talk about women and leadership in general, which is something that we talk about. We're going to have some of our members on here because the way you and I do it, I get to walk out my ministry, my faith, and my work because my work is ministry. Right. You get to do it because you have both and. Yes. So how does someone that, you know, those, those are the conversations we have, and that's why we're having some of our members on to really get the nitty-gritty 
Yeah. Because I think it's a struggle for a lot of women. One, we're finally the past few years getting, I say a lot, more seats at the table. Mm-hmm. So then when we get a seat at the table, are we pointing to ourselves? Are we pointing people to Jesus? Right. But then the struggle is how do we do that? Yeah. With ease and with um, not being weird and, and also with boldness, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like there's a lot of stories out there with uh, Christian men that once they know who they are, they do that with ease. I've right. seen. But we struggle, I think, as women. One, because we're the nurturer, we're the wife, we're the, mo- mm-hmm. we're the mom, we're, and we're just now getting the opportunity. So that's, I feel like, why this subject is so big in the world right now yeah. and faith in the marketplace. And, you know, I've been saying for a while that, you know, that Billy Graham quote in the 80s, he said that I feel like the next big move of God will be mm-hmm. in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And I think we're in it. For sure. So we, I don't want us to miss it as, one, as women, because mm-hmm. we have the opportunity. And if this is where God is moving, Let's do it and do it with excellence because for sure one of the things that I'm passionate about is you can be in the marketplace and be a light for Jesus, but if your work, excuse me, sucks, right? you're not a light either. Yeah. So how do you sure. do your work for with excellence mm-hmm. and above reproach? Yeah. And how, I just, we're just going to hear tangible stories, which I yeah. love about. No, I think it's Talking really about, good. yeah, and you do that well. So I think you should sing us out. God bless <laughs> you. <laughs> Okay, so whatever subjects you want to hear, you, you can. Keep that in. I'm, just I'm keeping it in. Okay. You're sticking it in. <laughs> so we want to hear from you, you guys, the listeners, either um, in the comments from this post, like what questions do you want us to answer? Because we're going to have different co hosts. Kendra's going to be with me a lot because mm. we just dive in these conversations a lot. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe in the review section, say, what about this? And we'll tackle it, and we'll do the best we can. We're not theologians. I mean, I grew up as a theologian. You so did. We should have your dad on. Oh, my dad would crush it. <laughs> he would crush it. He'd bring all his books. He'd bring his books. He'd have, like, a Bible reference for a Bible reference for a Bible reference. Let's do it. So maybe the question, if we don't know it, we just go to your dad. He's our backup. My dad's a great backup. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, hey, Dad, we have this question. We're not sure how to answer it. He'd be like, well, sis, let me tell you. Let me you. tell you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Okay, I think we need another song because that wasn't really singing us out as we say goodbye. Uh, Ready? Five, six, seven, eight, go. You take me out into <laughs> the waters. <laughs> Well, that's our show today, but before we go, I wanted to share three things you should know about Created Woman. First, CW Circles launched this week where we're gathering women in small places to build community, connection, and growth. So if you haven't joined a group yet, check out the website for a circle near you and consider hosting one too. We are diving into the CW study guide, Becoming the Dreamer's Study Guide to Launching God-Sized Dreams, and it's so good. The second thing you need to know is all about our brand new CW membership. Well, it's not super brand new. It's in month five, and I'm telling you, it's been so incredible. Every month, each member receives a curated toolkit with three business tools that always include social media strategies for the month. As women of faith, we need to be excellent at what we do in the marketplace. And that's our goal through our membership to help you grow, connect, learn, and lead well. 
And finally, be sure to follow us on Instagram at, at Created Woman so that you can stay up to speed with all that's happening here at CW. Oh, one more thing I forgot to say. If you're listening to this in real time, tomorrow, which is Wednesday, and actually for the next couple of months on Wednesdays, you can join me for a live webinar. All you have to do is get the Zoom link inside the newsletter and we'll join together at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time every Wednesday so that we can give you a sneak peek behind the membership as well and what you can get inside. Also, if you want to follow me personally, you can find me at Heather Frierson 29, not because I'm forever 29, but because that is the day of my birthday in December, but it works really well though. Don't you think? Hey, would you also be so kind and rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts? We truly do have a heart to help women leaders succeed. And the podcast is one of the best ways we can do that. So leaving a review and subscribing pushes our show into the algorithm world a little bit more. Well, I'm so glad you joined us today and I hope you enjoyed this new show. Well, I'm so glad you joined us today and I hope you enjoy this new season as well. Well, until next week, go and be the woman you are created to be. Bye. Bye.